And hello, folks! Welcome to episode 63 of the Hot Toy Cast, the high-end action figure podcast for high-end people. And we're here to discuss all things high-end. I'm going to say high-end one more time. High-end. That's what we're here to discuss, isn't it, chaps? Today, I'm joined by Jeffrey Parker. How are you, Jeff? I'm very well, thank you very much. You're good. You're, grumble. you're good. And uh, Mike Crawford is, is not with us today. He's off gallivanting, doing, doing, some, doing something fun, no doubt. And so today I decided to get one Dean Knight on the podcast to cover for Mike, because Dean's a bit of a Hot Toys enthusiast for a long time and has had reviews on YouTube for a long, long, long time. So it's good to have Dean on the show. Hey, Dean. Hey, Eamon. Thanks very much for having me on, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. I was, we got an all-British contingent on today, although I'm Irish. I live in the yeah. UK. We've got an all-British contingent. <laughs> and uh, for our, uh, we have a, we're going to be joined later on the show after we finish our quick reviews and our discussion of new figures. We're going to be joined by one Emiliano Santa Lucia, who has designed the two Mondo Hordax that I have here in front of me at the moment. Cool. Nice. Yeah, there you go. So that's going to be really good. Uh, I can't wait for that. And uh, we're going to start, we're going to cover, as I said, the two Mondo Hordax. We're going to cover uh, Mesco's Conan. Jeff has got two clone troopers and a, I have and a spider. Oh, no, you've got, a, you've got the, the, the third. No, 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 I did that last day. It's Ray, Ray and Dio. You got Ray and Dio. Yeah, we didn't cover Ray and Dio. Yeah. And, and Dean, I've you... have had it for a while, but we haven't done it before. So. We haven't done it before. And Dean, you have Venom and the Halloween figures from the new company, Trick or Treat. Yes. Trick or Treat Studios, Michael Myers stuff. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And let's face it, if we want somebody to know anything about Halloween, we've got the right man on the show. Well, there you go. <laughs> I was even born on Halloween as well. <laughs> no way! <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> mental, mental, mental. Right then, okay. So, well, let's get on, let's get on to discussing some figures then, chaps. Um, First of all, I think we should do some... Uh, obviously, we start off the show with uh, talking about brand new figures that have come in. And what I'm going to do, instead of going to YouTube... Uh, or not YouTube, our Facebook, I'm going to just go look at the Hot Toy website and have a little look at all the figures that they have coming on there. And we've, we've got quite a few to cover, but we won't cover every single one. We'll maybe go as far as Sylvie and we'll leave it at that. We might, we might dip into Captain Carter. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how we do. We'll see how we do. Uh, but first, the first new, brand new release that they just announced last week, or rather this week, was the Spider-Man No Way Home Integrated Suit. Now, this is the, and they've released two versions of this. They've got a deluxe version and a standard version. And this is like essentially the one from the new movie, obviously the No Way Home movie, but it's 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 the Iron Spider again, but it looks like they've re- revisited the suit and decided to go with a material rather than the kind of plastic vinyl stuff that was on it, which admittingly did look really good. I had the Iron Spider and it looked superb. You couldn't articulate it because you will crease oh. the hell out of it. Like you dare not bend anything yeah, yeah. on that figure. Like you, like it, you, yeah. You dare not. I was just say that 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 figure and Captain Marvel, two figures that just looked. They popped on the shelf. The colours were delightful. They were really well designed, but they were museum pose all the way. Unless you wanted to wreck those suits. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they were very, 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 very. Famous. Did you ever have any of those ones, Dean? Did you have? Did you have the Spider-Man one at all? The or did you have Captain Marvel or any of those ones with those kinds of new suits? Well, I did get my hands on Captain Marvel to review it, and it's absolutely stunning. I think it's one of the most, like you say, vibrant figures. It really is gorgeous to look at. But, yeah, I wouldn't want to leave it with the elbows bent or anything. I did have the um, Iron Spider, and that was actually the Hot Toys figure that I had for the shortest amount of time. I couldn't wait to get my hands on it. I reviewed it and sold it literally the day after. No way! Why was it? Why? Why? Honestly, I just it was so light. I didn't like the head sculpt. It was all kind of cheap feeling and light and hollow. 
Yeah. Obviously, you can't pose it. You know, if you do, even lifting up his arm at the shoulder, just raising his arm a bit, I could see the creases happen. I'd have thought, well, I can't even do yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, it has to be said, really. I mean, I, I love the um, the upgraded suit from the game. I think that's a lovely looking figure. But again, long term, I'd worry about that one. I think um, of all the spots, I mean, the two that kind of really lend themselves, obviously, the homemade suit. Uh, from from the uh, from the new film and uh, and the Scarlet Spider, they're the two really. If you want a Spider-Man figure, a Hot Toys figure to pose, it's got to be one of them because the rest of them, as beautiful as they look, you can pose them as I'm sure you have been, but they're, you're not going to leave them like that for too long. No. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, no, you're not going to leave that like that for too long, but. I'm just. Yes, doing something there. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, you, you just. I can't. You kind of cut me with a mouthful of smoke. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing my best Kevin Smith impression. Uh, uh, no, but, but like, I'm just curious as to like why Hot Toys, because it's it's like we we like the shininess of those previous suits. I mean, they looked so nice on both the Captain Marvel and this. Incidentally, of course, uh, we are seeing in-hand pictures of that Captain Marvel, and it looks like she has actually boot articulation in this one, which is a step up, needless to say, because that kind of killed the last one. And it looks like they've gone for the same material again in the second Captain Marvel, but not on this Spider-Man. This looks like... I don't know. It 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 doesn't really look, it doesn't excite me. I have to say it it doesn't really you know it's not a figure like because I love the look of the last one. But I guess yeah. the point is that people want an iron spire that can bend and flex and do all these things and stuff. But I'm like, yeah. Is there anything they could have done to make make it more shiny, like sp- sprinkled? I put some sort of something on there and things. I don't know. I mean, they did that. That what was that last one that reacted under the sort of UV light? So you got Black, the kind Black of, Panther. Uh, the yeah. No, no, they did a Spider-Man as well. That was it was basically like a oh, remake yeah. of the, uh, the video game. yeah, of the classic suit, uh, sort of cross between the classic suit and the upgrade. Um, mm. But it had the UV light kind of effect, so that when you put it over it, you got this kind of blue honeycomb effect, which worked really nicely. Uh, but again, that's another one I have to admit that went back in the box. It was kind of like I'm thinking, well, I'm more looking forward to, uh, and I know you we, you've got issues with this, and I've heard you in the past talk about the uh, the, the webbing on the. Um, on the, on the classic suit, but um, I, I just thought no, I'm going to wait for that one because yeah, yeah. you know I, I love Spider-Man. He's he, you know, apart from Star Wars, he in the Marvel universe from a kid, he's been my fave. Um, but and there's no, I mean, you'd have to be pretty innocent and not, you know, um, to, to not think that you know Disney Marvel are going to absolutely milk Spider. He is the new Iron Man, isn't he? We're going to get yeah. so many different suits. It's kind of like that is that's their cash cow at the moment. So. You've got to realise that, you know, like any movie franchise, the more outfits you put your hero in, the more toys you get to sell. Um, that, that, that's the way it's cynical as it is. Cynical as it is, it's, you know, it's a, it's a fact of life. I dare say that's the reason they made that new Ghostbusters movie, I'll tell you. I haven't seen mm. it. I haven't seen it yet, but that's kind of my fear with it. That's that's kind of the reason why I kind of maybe got made a little bit. Uh, inc- inc- yeah. Incidentally, I'm going to actually correct myself because this isn't actually um, the sick. This is not the Iron Spider suit at all. This is actually, I, you know, it has the arms on it and stuff. It does, um, you know, it, it looks like it has some design changes that he has actually up, up, updated it a little bit more yeah, yeah, from yeah. the actual Iron Spider. So it is actually a little different because you can tell why the, his hands are, his hands got different markings. Yeah, yeah. He's got some different shapes in there. So it's not actually the Iron <clears throat> Spider. It is actually an intricate. So based on that, then that's fine. I mean, it depends how this looks in the movie. It looks shiny in the movie, but, <laughs> you know, I, yeah. it's, for me, if I'm going to spend hot toy, I want it to look close to the movie. It's one of the reasons, like, Sometimes it like you'll get a hot toy and it does a really good job of of the materials and you can see the effort and all the rest of it, but then it just doesn't look like it came out 
of the TV show for some odd reason, like that Daredevil figure. Uh, mm. You know, kind of. I was really, really excited for that Daredevil, but then I kind of got it. And it's like it, it doesn't feel like the one in the TV show. It just didn't look like it, kind of thing. I mean, yeah. Maybe I'm being overly fussy, but that's that. That's two versions. This the second figure that we're going to discuss today. That's new release is is definitely a re-release, and it is the Dark Knight trilogy Batman, and it's the, qu- the quarter scale, the quarter scale yeah. one, and that is definitely that is definitely a reissue. That is definitely a reissue, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure as with Hot Toys, you know, they're, they're doing it obviously because they're seeing the secondary market prices. It's, 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 it's a no-brainer in that response. There's a market for it. but And I'm sure knowing Hot Toys, they'll be tweaking stuff. Um, and we've, we've, we're already getting like, a new base with it, aren't we? But um, Yeah, which is nice. Well, what, what they're going to do to the outfit, I don't know, because it was pretty close to perfect last time. Um, it was. With, I, I, I have it. I have it. I have yeah. it. Have you got this in one? In my humble opinion. Have you got the quarter-scale Batman? I've got the original, yeah, I've got the first one. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, it's like, would, would you change out for this? What's, what's your uh, thoughts there? It's, it's a, I don't know. I mean, I, I really do like that gargoyle stand with all the villains. Yeah, it is nice. Is it worth shutting out for an extra stand? And, a, and isn't, they've listed some exclusive accessory that they haven't It comes in a bus, yet, a bus, which I'm not sure what the point oh, is. Oh, oh, that's right. No, I did see it. Yeah, you're right. With that hollow cowl that you can... Uh, yeah, which is kind of new stuff to kind of. It doesn't feel like a cheap kind of reissue, just cashing in. It does seem like they put some thought into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just wondering, like, I mean, you could you could trade up. God, it's it's mintless. You always thinking like. You're you're sometimes like with the hot toys. It's kind of like it's a funny one, is it? Because it's like you know, it, before this Batman came out, the Batman that we that 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 we have, the one that we have, is, was worth a fortune. Now it's obviously going to be mm. dropping dropping down in price. And there's yeah. a part there's a part of me. Um, that's like you know, oh, you always want Jesus. If a figure's going for that much, you, you may as well just sell it because it's like, whoa, crack it for yeah, if, it, yeah. if it's going for a crazy amount of money. You know, like the eBay, uh, the Enter Bay Terminators, for instance, go for an obscene amount of money. It's like, oh, crikey, <laughs> you know. And you do wonder is it worth holding onto a figure that's worth that much now? And it's like, should you think of it now? But I was, I loved. I don't have any other uh, figure from the the Nolan trilogy. This is the one one figure I wanted from the Nolan trilogy because it had all the three masks on it. And that's and I yeah. quite like like. While the base on this is very nice, I still like that other base, even though I know I can't pose out the legs maybe in certain positions that I want to because of the rocks and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I do like the base, and it is it is a cool scene, you know, where he's standing yeah, there yeah, and, and it's got yeah. the part of the girl, and then you've got the you can just drape the mass on it. I don't yeah, know. I certainly got it's you know it's certainly got a better base than they did with the the first outfit or the or the Joker. Those bases were yeah an annoyance more than anything. But yeah. um yeah yeah yeah, but yeah. yeah yeah I see what you mean. It um, doesn't seem to be a crotch grabber though on the new one, the gargoyle base. I couldn't see that anywhere. It just seems to he just seems right, to stand yeah. on it. Oh maybe, maybe. Yeah, I, did, I didn't look close enough, but yeah. Oh, that's a good spot actually. Dean. I didn't see that. <clears throat> I wonder what the one worries because that one. I mean, I've got the original one, and that does stand up really well on his own. But as time goes on, he does get a little bit looser. No matter what you do, I mean, I've left yeah. his legs alone, but they, he does still. He's getting a little bit wobbly now. Is yeah. he? That's interesting because I, I, unfortunately, I don't. I don't have room to store uh, to pose or to to, to display yeah. my quarter scale. So I just take them out ever so often to have a gander when I'm watching the movie, for instance. Yeah, yeah. And I, the I other thing is with Hot Toys. I mean, quite how they do it is is some kind of weird alchemy, but they. You know, no, no matter how good their paint apps go, they always just, you know, you know, six months after a figure, a new one comes out, and the paint apps are just that little bit subtly better. Generally, mm. I don't know how they do it. It's, I think, you know, they've sold their souls to the devil or whatever. But, um, but basically, I'm sure that when this head sculpt comes out again, 
there will be tweaks you know there'll be something there that just makes you go wow mm-hmm. that's really popping but um but yeah is it worth chilling out for an upgrade i think really what this is to therefore is to make a lot of people very happy that weren't there when the first one came out give them the chance and um and hot toys obviously make a killing i won't be doing it myself but if you could afford it i mean it's it's kind of cool because you can put them in that hong kong scene look if you do have two which is you know pretty different looking or mm. both bruce wayne holding the cow in the yeah family. yeah i mean there is that <laughs> exactly yeah. there is that that is yeah, if money if money's no object then yeah you can go for the sonar look or whatever and have one yeah there's there are options aren't there you know if you if you really want that uh, so, yeah. Yeah, that, 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 yeah. Well, we'll we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's, we got a while to think on it yet. I'll see. I'll see how much maybe the, how much it's, the first one is going for, and see, yeah. and, and 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 maybe and maybe see that way. Um, but I mean, I don't know. It's just it's. It might, it might not yeah, just be the worth other, the hassle. The other the other you thing have with your oh, debate Batman, sorry. Eamon. Huh? Do you still have your Enter Bay Batman? Uh, no, I decided I decided to to sell that one on actually. <clears throat> I, I sold oh. I sold all my Enter Bay Batman's in favor of this this one because I just I, I didn't I felt wrong of me to have two two in storage that I wasn't displaying and I was just like no I'll, I'll just get the one and I just I just felt that this one overall was better I do like the Enter Bay one but it it did have some flaws yeah it wasn't perfect but it just has a presence about it I guess. yeah no it was especially when he's just standing there and the big cape is over him and it just he's just looking broody and yeah it, it, and it's very batman beginsy as well that enter bay one it's really yeah. and i do like batman begins if you did if they did a quarter scale they did do a quarter scale batman begins actually they did hot toys did yeah but it's, it's yeah it's good <laughs> yeah, exactly. It could it could have been better. I think somewhere between the, the both the Enter Bay and that one would have been the ideal one. But because I thought the Enter Bay had a lovely matte finish, yeah. And and but and the the Hot Toys one was a little too shiny. So I think some some somewhere in the middle. But the the Hot Toys one won out the head sculpt. Even though the Enter Bay head sculpt wasn't too bad. It, mm. If you do put them side line stage, you're just like, yeah, yeah, all right, clear to see. Uh, the next one we got there actually is a figure. I'm like, oh, I'm slightly tempted by this one only because I. Do like the did like the character, and I absolutely love the actress. And it is the Black Widow Yelena from from Black Widow, and it's mm. Florence Pugh, Pugh Pugh, Florence Pugh, whom I love. I love Florence Pugh. Can't get enough of Florence Pugh. No, no. <laughs> what is about that actress? I just find her really, really fun to watch in anything, whatever she is. Even in Little Women, she's really she's the best thing in Little Women. Oh, that's a great film, anyway. But yeah. But uh, but this figure, I'm really really into this. For where 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 are you in this one, Dean? Yelena. Um, yeah, she looks really good. I wouldn't want it in my collection. I saw the film; it was all right. And you know, this one wouldn't be something that would interest me. But I'm looking at pictures of it right now. It looks pretty much perfect from what I can see. Yeah. It's yeah, a... yeah. I think it's a great-looking sculpt, isn't it? And um, the body proportions and everything—it does look very pew. Yeah. Um, so it's you know, I think you know, it's like you're saying I, I do like having a good mix of female figures in my in my collection. Um, so that is one that I'm cautiously thinking about getting. Mm. Yeah, probably. Good. And the other thing is, I recently got the uh, the, the the last Black Widow from the uh, the last uh, Avengers movie. So I haven't got. I haven't got a white outfit, and I didn't get I didn't get the black one from Black Widow. So it might only be the only white outfit I get from you know a Black Widow series figure. So that gives it a, a chance because it's going to pop as well having the white outfit. Mm. Yeah, I love the face sculpt on her. I think she looks really good. The hair looks amazing. <clears throat> I'm just curious to see what the final figure will be like. Hopefully, it'll be just as good. Yeah, I don't. On... Just, just skipping back a moment, and you—I'm you, sure you know more about this than I do, Dean. Because I think you're, you're more into the, the the Dark Knight. But mm. nobody, 
in one six has ever released a purely first night out figure have they and i know i got i got the one from hot toys years ago but it's still got the bat symbol on the chest you know yeah. so the straps and everything there i was just thinking i i thought because it's so popular sorry to change the subject there don't you? I mean, we were just talking about that and i was going to get to it and i just thought it seems like a no-brainer that even a second you know um you know a company without license has never released a first night out exclusively mm. that figure so without the bat logo on the chest that would I, think be, that would be great. I swear there is a company I don't know who it is but in my memory I can remember watching some review on YouTube of a smaller scale Batman Begins where they had an interchangeable chest plate ah right you could do that but I can't it always bugged me having him first night out outfit with the bat symbol yeah uh, anyway like the Sorry. big port scale by Hot Toys you can't get around it it's just there uh, yeah yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember anyway sorry I went off on a tangent you're right. you're right. I'm trying to remember if we covered any of the what if stuff last time did uh i don't think so i mean i'm loving the look of the the um uh the agent carter and the stomper the uh what's it called the hydra stomper hydra stomper yeah 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 well let, let, let's discuss those there's three of those and we yeah. got uh we got the little steve rogers little skinny yeah. steve rogers who despite everything still ended up in the army and uh and we got the hydra stomper and we got captain carter whom, yep. let's face it, is one of the most pleasing designs of any superhero we've seen in a long time. It's yeah. just her design is just so good. It's yeah. and, so and, good. And again, being a Brit and yeah. having someone like that with the Union Jack on them, it's for me, that one was a no-brainer. I thought, I've got to have that. Yeah. I've got, and I love the stylized sculpt. I love the fact that they've really gone for making it look like the animation. Um, and yeah, that, that's yeah, what Yeah, you really could have like. gone two ways with that one, actually. You could have gone for a more photorealistic imagine if she was in the real world kind of Captain Carter yeah, yeah. but this is actually which gone I for kind smooth. of thought they might do because that's what they've done with their Clone Wars yeah uh, uh, and now obviously Sideshow have announced their kind of proper animated look figures and they, they look great I think they look, they look really kind of stunning um, so I was kind of surprised that Hot Toys went with the animated look but I'm glad they did because I think it's a really good representation yeah and it gives you the chance obviously just if you just wanted to collect these exclusively they're going to look great as a as a collection yeah she yeah. she she's she's definitely cool she's like i actually see saw the marvel legends one in in in, the, in forbidden my local forbidden planet actually and i was like oh, i'm mildly tempted just to have a little small one because yeah, yeah. i probably won't get the hot toy over i didn't because i i didn't like the episode that much to be honest i liked her in the other episodes that she showed up in but i didn't really dig i just i the whole what if thing was like eh, it's all right it was all right. it was all yeah. right you know i didn't i've only watched a couple I'm, i will go back and watch them the, the later um, ones are the better ones the later ones are definitely the better ones it does get a little bit more fun and interesting as as it goes along but 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 that and um the star wars visions i was like eh, all right okay yeah that's yeah. that's that and i'm usually a big anime i thought the animation was luscious looking in what if uh, this and, is a bit random. Sorry to go a bit random here, but I'm looking at the Steve Rogers uh, figure where he's skinny next to the Hydra Stomper. Yeah. And you know, uh, Trick or Treat Studios, I don't know if you're familiar with Art the Clown from Terrifier. They're making him as well as Michael Myers. Oh, yeah. All the different ones. So, I mean, I, if you did want to swap a body, because if this skinny Steve Rogers, if it has a very specific body that they've made just for him, because uh, you'd need a really skinny body for a proper Art the Clown. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. yeah characters as well that you might want to kit bash together that body could end up big, going big time on ebay yeah yeah i mean hot... we haven't really had a uh, they, they they released quite a cool skinny body back when they did the michael jackson figures didn't they and they mm. but again I, I think that only came in the sort of a black skin tone um i, I can't mm. remember now there may have been a, a white or a caucasian one but yeah you're right there is a distinct lack of um smaller framed bodies out there 
Mm. Well, I mean, will you be getting it? I mean, the hydro stomper is going to be massive and going to be costly, I it's, reckon. It's going to be expensive, isn't it? But uh, I, I mean, since I was sort of in my teens, 20s, I used to really love all that kind of, uh, what do they call it, World War Two kind of reimagined stuff. I mean, dust. Yeah, um, yeah, that's good. Always yeah, good stuff. A Japanese designer did a load of stuff. Uh, Madsinger, Mad is it? And they're just really cool kind of like techie robot suits, but, you know, with kind of retro Nazi Russian. Mm. And sort of, yeah, that's, all, that's always appealing, like isn't it, aesthetically? And I love that stuff. And it, I mean, they, they, in Japan, there have been companies that have made very limited editions of them, you know, and I'm talking like two to three hundreds that go for, you know, now thousands. So as far as I'm concerned, this might be a chance to get one of those and probably better engineered and uh, more poseable. So, yeah, I'm I'm watching that one with interest. Let's see what happens. Mm, yeah. Well, yeah, those, those are those are three those are three figures. Are are you going to get any of these ones, Jeff? Well, I I, I, re- I definitely Agent Carter. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to see how the prices go on the because I you know it's it's either going to be made in very small quantities because they don't get the pre-orders, or it might end up if we're lucky being too expensive and it's sitting around on you know clearance. But I can't see it happening. Nah. <laughs> Has the hot toy ever ended up on clearance? What hot toys have ended up in clearance? Clearance. Well, there have been a few. There have been a few. Nolan from Predators. Like, you know, uh, <laughs> Fantastic Beasts and things like that. So. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. A Lone Ranger. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, big one. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, and Prince of, if you're old enough to remember it, when they did the Prince of Persia as well, and the Clash oh, of the Titans. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. Oh, no, the Clash of Titans yeah. was a good one. That, that was a good figure. It was a good, it was a good figure. But the Prince of Persia was terrible. Yeah, yeah. And the, fig, the figure was a bit ropey as well. The hair was a bit bad. But at, at that point, up until we got Mysterio and, uh, and a random body, that was the first sort of Jake. Gyllenhaal we got. No, that's true. Mm. That's true. That's true. First, 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 Gyllenhaal. And then we got finally to finish off our quick reviews of the of our new entries. It is Loki from Loki and and Sylvie from Loki. And uh, I mean, Jeff, what do you think of these two? They look great. I mean, particularly Loki. That sculpt yeah. is, I think, the best one six sculpt I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> you reckon? It's it's just fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I just think yeah. it's brilliant i mean i'm not the massive tom hiddleston fan i'm not saying this because it's great because it's another loki when i saw it i was just like wow that is off the scale yeah 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 yeah, yeah. absolutely no, both look amazing you gonna get any of these ones dean no i wouldn't get them but they look fantastic 10 out of 10s from the pictures i mean you'd see yeah. in hand if there's anything to talk about but as far as you know what they've given us to go on it looks out of the park amazing um, I mean yeah. I mean, I, I, I think I mean Sylvia looks great she's a little so I think whoever I I reckon there's a new sculptor on, on some of these ones but I think on Sylvie not a new sculptor but he's, 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 whoever's sculpting has slightly upped his game or slightly changed his technique whatever he's doing because I'm seeing that, that there he's gone for a level of realism that's stepped up again but there's yeah. it's I, I, I feel on Sylvie she's just a touch harsh just a touch mm. harsh but she's and it's an amazing likeness it really is understanding and getting her face but it's just just a little touch harsh I think with some of the females you need to rein back on the creases and the wrinkles a little bit and soften those kinds of things up just it's for a, it's a tough one isn't it because yeah. you know when you're doing a guy you just do warts and all well <laughs> until the IP licensing department you know, like Robert Downey Jr. decides it makes him look a bit too old and ugly uh, but <laughs> generally you know you just go for the, the look of the character but you're right with female characters it's so difficult if, if you go for that ultra level of realism they can tip into being a bit masculine sometimes even though they're not it's just that kind of look that we don't expect when we look at a, a figure 
Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, but having said that, I mean, I'm I'm quite interested in Loki here. Sylvie, maybe I still haven't finished watching the bloody series. I've got about four episodes in, and then life took over, and I'll I need to go back to it and finish it off. Um, but I did see, uh, and I know we don't often talk about third party stuff, but have you seen the Soso toys? Uh, figure of is it the original prankster or something they've called him? No, it's ri- especially Richard E. Grant. Um, oh no way! Yeah, <laughs> again for a third-party figure, the sculpt on that is bloody brilliant. As I, well. have, I have not seen so, that. So toys. Yeah, I, have, yeah, I, have, I, I can't remember what it's called. Is it the original prankster or original Joker or something? <sighs> they always find a way around those also toy boys. <laughs> How they get away? How they go yeah, get away with that stuff? I've no, I've no idea. It's mental, but you know, they, yeah, they're they're doing some fine head sculpting, so they are. So there yeah. you go, folks. That is it for our new releases. Some exciting stuff coming, but it it has kind of slowed down a bit, you know. And the releases, I mean, like <clears throat> I, you know, as like all of us here, we're, we're we what we don't have many hot toys to review this this month at all. So because the, yeah. the, the the actual release rate has been quite slow, I guess that's what what one thing or another. I guess that's probably the reasons why. But you know, it's it's, it's interesting. I mean, in a lot of ways, I'm kind of cool with it because it's like it's easier on my wallet. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, okay, slow down. That that that's good. I'm fine. I've got Lando. That's that's enough for me now. Take your time I'm and release. Still waiting for my Lando. Still yeah. waiting on Lando. Still waiting on Lando. Yeah, I've got a few that, like yourself, when I tend to order a few, I you can, you can save on shipping if you get like four. Right. At the same time. Okay. Yes. Yeah, smart, um, smart call. So smart I've been call. sort of hanging around for waiting for a couple to be released. Okay then. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to have a little word from our sponsor at Fanboy Collectibles, and we're going to come back after this commercial break. See you in a little bit, and we're going to review some figures, and then we're going to get Amelia and I want to talk some masses of the universe. See you in a sec. <laughs> Looking to find collectible figures at low cost with superior customer service. Fanboy Collectibles is one of the largest retailers of high-end collectibles on the east coast of the USA. Carrying a full array of hot toys, enter-based, sideshow collectibles, 3A and all the top manufacturers. Domestic and international packages shipped daily, all fully insured with tracking number and securely packed. Getting it to you as quickly is important, but not as important as your collectibles arriving in pristine condition. Are you looking to pre-order an item to guarantee you don't miss it when it's released? Well, Fanboy Collectibles does that too. Have you got a question about an item? Give them a call. Shoot them an email, or even leave them a message on their Facebook page. Fanboy Collectibles is available full-time to respond to you and to get your items to you as quickly as possible. Anyone can make a sale. Fanboy Collectibles knows the key to being successful is repeat customers. That comes from doing the right thing by you and making customer services their priority. Fanboy Collectibles. For some it's a hobby, to them it's an obsession. And we're back, folks. Thanks for that. The good old Fanboy Collectibles. I've got Venom coming on the way from Fanboy Collectibles. So that's that's my next nice. one now from Fanboy. And I tell you what, it was a figure I wasn't planning on getting. Yeah. Uh, but then I saw the review. Uh, I saw, mm-hmm. what we call it, a review. Who, who's, uh, Anthony. Anthony's, is it Anthony's Customs? The one, the guy that got, the, the dude who always gets the figures way before everyone else. All right. Is it, the, the guy, is it the guy on YouTube? Not Justin's collection. Justin's collection. Sorry, Justin's oh, collection. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, Justin. Yeah. Justin. Yes, sorry. My apologies. Justin. Yes, yeah. Justin. I <clears> saw <throat> his review and I was like, crikey. Okay. It looked so good to finish thing. But Dean, you've actually got this figure. Well, I borrowed it from a friend, Larry Phillips. I don't have it anymore, but I, he was so kind to send it. He just, he, he knew that I'd love to review it because it's yeah. just a beast. So I, I couldn't believe it, man. And thank you, Larry, if you're watching uh, or listening. 
but yeah, an amazing piece, man. Go on. He, he so, looks big and heavy, doesn't he? Go on, Dean. Yeah. Give us the full review, Dean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's just, I love messing around with light. I, I know it's it's that kind of flip, you know, two sides where you want to show people exactly what they really get in true light. But I also knew that Venom, if you set the lights up right and get them bouncing off his shiny black body, it would just look so real. Um, and it's amazing, man. The head sculpts with the fangs, you know, the teeth and the eyes, the way they've painted the eyes, they've got this cloudy kind of transparent look to them. Yeah. And the mouth looks wet and nasty, and he has good posability. I was actually surprised because um, I didn't expect him to have any kind of ab crunch or be able to lean in or lean mm. back, but he can. And he stands up really well. Um, all, all the tentacles you get for his back, you get a lot more than I thought you did. Like when you fully load him up and like bend them all and make him look like he's stepping forward and coming at you, it's like nothing else, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, have, you, have you seen the images of Carnage, the um, the follow-up figure? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's looking pretty pretty nasty as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I said this that is another one I've got on order that is coming with Lando, hopefully. Um, but yeah, still not in hand. But I mean he he I mean the last really big heavy figure I think I got from Lockdown, well apart from I I got the the uh, venomized uh, Deadpool. Mm. Um, which I have to admit, I let go. It was just too big. It was just taking up too. And it, it oh, just really? Felt... You you let it go? Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. But then I was there was other stuff coming up that I wanted. I thought actually, it doesn't sit that way because you know I, I like yourself, Eamon. I have to circulate stuff that I display in my dining room or whatever. And um, and I thought it's just going to be another big box, and it's not one of my favourites. Um, but about the same time, just after I got the um, the Hellboy figure from the new movie, which. You know, yeah. it's not a great movie. No, no, no. great figure, bad movie. Bloody good figure. Yeah, I mean, it's a really lovely figure, and I, I you know, I love the, uh, the, the comic books, the stories of, I've got the, the, the library editions or whatever, and I reread them, and I just thought, well, he's still, you know, it's, it's a real world representation of Hellboy. Sod the fact that it wasn't a great movie. I just wanted it, and, and I, I love it. It's a great figure. But yeah, it's got that same kind of bulk, big, heavy, and it feels like it's got like a metal armature inside it. Mm. And is, is, is Venom like that? Does it feel that kind of heavy? Um, he's he's as heavy as you'd expect to be from his size, but I don't think yeah. he, it's all like plastic body inside. But right, he's, okay. he's good and sturdy. There's no never a moment where I felt like he felt cheap at any point. No, no. You, you you get some good action with that one. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. Smile on your face, even just the, when you <clears throat> like get it out of its shipper or whatever, and you just see the box for it. Just the box is enough to sort of get you. <laughs> yeah. just really really nice. Yeah, yeah. They, they do do a lovely, lovely job on their boxes, don't they? I don't think, I don't think oh. the hot toy box designers. Um, because the studio, uh, they they do absolutely belt it out the park every time they do something really inventive, really different. I mean, they're that's what you call really top end graphic design, there, isn't it, Jeff? Yeah, that's oh, the kind, yeah, totally. That's the that's the, I, that's the kind of design. Now, had I stained doing a graph, stained doing graphic design, I've done, I've designed my fair share of boxes, but yeah. I I then you know I've designed my fair share of one six boxes too. But I look at them, the boys over there and. Uh, the the boys who do the hot toy box, I'm like, whoa, they're on another level entirely, man. They're just just mm. the different vibes and the different actual design techniques they put into yeah, yeah. the packaging is just it's like really good. It's really special. It's really something. Absolutely. I mean, even when you go back to that, when they did the Terminator, was it Salvation? You know, the the, the polystyrene boxes they did yeah. that almost became like a backdrop. Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah, little piece of machinery. Cases. It was just so yeah. well done. And, and the, the one that really sticks that. in my mind recently was that uh doctor strange the first doctor strange movie that had that kind of it had the eye of agamemnon or whatever on the front and it all kind of turned it was like a puzzle oh, the yeah. whole thing like, like, really i didn't have the first one yeah, oh, yeah wow, it was cool. just like really cool nice. 
Yeah, no, their 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 packaging's abs absolutely stunning. So this, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to get that Venom figure because but but it just bums me out that the Tom Hardy head sculpts comes with the Carnage figure because I'm not I probably won't get the Carnage figure, but I really yeah. wanted a Tom Hardy head it'll, sculpt. It'll be out there on the secondary market, but it probably won't be that cheap. It's gonna it? cost a fortune because that, that that Venom is already kind of seems to be sold out in most places already, and I dare say it's down to the popularity of the second movie. And it was the second movie that swung me over to admittedly to to getting a Venom figure because I that that movie was was the obviously not that was a lot of fun man stupid um, ridiculous I haven't seen the second one yet oh. I still haven't seen the second one I thought the first one was enjoyable but bloody awful if that makes sense well this one <laughs> this this one is twice that it's double the joy yeah. and doubly awful yeah, but it, yeah. it it's kind of it's it's it just goes for it. It is just bonkers and mental, and I love I love I love that. For some odd reason, I know it's, it was the stupidest movie, but it yeah. really just really entertained me. I was thoroughly thoroughly thoroughly, and it entertained me more than a lot of the other movies I've seen this summer, except for Dune. Dune rocked, yeah. of course it did. Um, yeah. and what do we got next, Jeff? You've got some reviews now, don't you? What have you got? Yeah, I've I've, I've got a few clones because uh, it seems like Hot Toys have now entered that arena that Sideshow did a few years back when obviously they've spent a lot of money on engineering their new clone bodies. And of course, like Iron Man or whatever, a few repaints and you've got a million and one different variations. So um, the two I've picked up at the moment, uh, well, I, I did get um, Cody a while back, which was great. Uh, and obviously that came with the Tamara Morrison head sculpt of, of Cody. Uh, neither of these ones come with a human head sculpt. So I've got the... Um, 501st Battalion uh, mm-hmm. Deluxe one so he comes with three helmet variations which is cool so you get like the uh, the classic phase one with a fin but a, a blue colorway um, and then there's the phase two but there's like the classic blue um, 501st but there's also an orange variant with kind of like almost like a I'm going to call it a Darth Maul kind of uh, paint effect on it um, I personally will probably end up going with the phase one because at the moment it'll be the only phase one trooper that I've got um, so I'm probably going to go with that variant but he comes with lots of, uh, of lovely extras he comes with like a, a jetpack um, a proper sort of jet uh, a normal backpack that you can put stuff in he comes with a couple of grenades uh, and he comes with the, the long rifle and the short kind of clone trooper rifle but the, the, the nice exclusive that comes with this one as well is it comes with like um, uh, the Star Wars equivalent of a minigun it's got like a revolving oh uh, yeah 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 uh, that's cool it's got one of those heavy duty kind of like uh, yeah revolving pulse laser whatever you want to call it so that's nice so yeah he, he's, he's cool and again this is the first Hot Toys uh, apart from um, uh, Cody sort of just straight up clone that I've got mm. um, well Cody's the big, so Cody's the main clone you get right if you're going to get one clone you get the Cody right Cause he's the yeah one you... I would have thought that or Rex depending on your or Rex yeah yeah depending on your on your favourites but um, but no I mean I, I do love I love Stormtrooper armour as I know you do just um, uh, I, my brain's gone um it, it, but it's Eamon, but it's kind of like um, I've I've I, I don't really I'm not as into the you know the, the prequel trilogy. It has to be said. Yeah. You know, I'm you know I'm old enough to yeah, 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 yeah. to be to be the ones that I'm all about. But at the same time, I do love a trooper armor, and mm-hmm. I do love kind of the military side of Star Wars. So uh, I've picked these up, and there's a lot coming out. I mean, will I end up picking up the um, uh, was it the Bad Batch? Maybe some of them. Yeah. Uh, I am quite interested in getting hold of Rex, mm-hmm. uh, 
but there's going to come a point where you know like everything else right i've got five clones on my shelf do i need any more yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, i mean if they're, just, if yeah, they're so, different and interesting enough i think they're worth getting right yeah exactly so i mean the main thing with these two is you've got your five on first and the main color weight on that is white and blue and then your um your coruscant guard is is all sort of red and white uh, and again he comes with the interesting weapon he's got like the um is it a, a force pike is that what they call it like uh like a you know a spear with a power on either end you get all the kind of electric bolts that you can fix oh, onto either yeah, end yeah, yeah. um but the one thing i will say if you know if you are torn between these the um the coruscant guard i mean i'm looking at website um sideshow's website here it comes in at 220 220 bucks whereas the deluxe 501st with all those extra weapons the extra backpacks the three helmet variations comes in at 250 so it's one of those occasions where you know the the deluxe that 30 30 dollars more you really are getting a lot of bang for buck particularly if you're considering army building you know if you want to sort of make your uh your 501st troopers look different but um but no they're both very good very solid hot toys quality the posing is as good as you would imagine for a figure that's wearing armor you know you get a good range of motion at the uh, at the hips the knees can bend quite a bit uh, likewise the elbows but you know just over 90 degrees you can kind of push it too uh because the armor obviously has that kind of band that goes around the front of mm. the uh, of the back of the elbow as it were um but again you know with a little bit of tweaking, with the right hands, with the right guns, you can get some great dynamic poses out of them. And uh, yeah, I'd, uh, I'd obviously recommend both if you like your troopers. Same range of movement as, as, as a TK? A regular uh, soldier? I would, I, would, I would say slightly more. now. Because um, the, 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 the first order troopers were terrible on the posing. I mean, those things <laughs> yeah. were like, what the hell? Yeah, well, the, the thing about this is the undersuit, the body glove, is fabric. It's ribbed fabric. It's... Um, it's not like a pleather or a leather or anything like that. So you're not going to be worrying about if you do want to go for any deep poses or, you know, sharp bends at angles or knees, you're not going to be panicking about it because you can leave them like that. It's just, it's just purely cloth. Whereas a few of the TKs had that more sort of pleather material as did the first order troopers. Mm. Um, so, um, yeah, I suppose I'd have to have them side by side really to give you that answer, and I haven't got any of my uh, right. classic troopers out. Well, anything but, um, can be better than those first order troopers, man. I got, yeah. I, I got one, and it was again, it was at that time when you could actually get. My God, we got a, a Star Wars First uh, Force Awakens figure before the movie actually came out. When we actually were able to get yeah. Kylo Ren before the movie was out, that was so cool. That was, yeah. so, that was, that was a really nice time to have, but. When I got that uh, first order trooper, I was so annoyed with the lack of articulation and stuff like that. Yeah, I've, I've picked up a few of them. I've got, the, I even got the um, the Sith trooper and a couple of those the flight ones, which Ooh, I really like actually. I love yeah. the design on those. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, the particularly the Sith trooper, where I was just really frustrated with. I couldn't, you know, I, you kind of sit there pushing it, pushing it, just easing it a little bit further, and you're thinking, right, okay, yeah, something's going to be a reasonable pose, but it's, <laughs> it's just not. It's you know, and, you, and you're thinking, I really don't want to leave it like that for too long. Bit of an excess so, uh, compromise. And and the, and what else did you get, get to get, Jeffrey? Oh, the only other thing I've got, and I've had this for a while, but we haven't covered it yet, is the um, Ray and Dio double set. Yay! Ray Dio's and Dio. so tiny, it's kind of, yeah. he is just a, he's an accessory. Um, it's not that when you've got BBA, it's... Uh, and I tell you what, this is one of the first figures, unless, the, I think there must be an oversight in the packaging, but it didn't come with any instructions. Oh! I looked all over, I looked like it wasn't taped anywhere, it definitely hasn't fallen out. Hmm. Maybe it was just an oversight, it didn't get taped on in the factory, unless... 
somebody wants to tell me that they didn't do instructions, which I find hard to believe. But one of the reasons I was looking for the instructions was because DO just will not stand up. So mm. what I ended up having to do was look online, and apparently there is a magnet in the base, and it's not even a it's not like a sandy base; it's just a classic square base with a a bit of sort of sand design on it. Uh, there is a magnet in there, so you can get Dio to stand up. However, if you want to put him anywhere else, it's going to be a, a blue tech job. Um, uh-huh. But again, as a little droid, he's very beautifully kind of designed and lovely articulation. All the bits that you would expect to move do. The wheel itself spins independently of the hub, and then you've got like movement at the top and bottom of the of the pistons, and the head rocks all around. You come, it comes with three like little tiny aerials uh, that you have to poke in the back of the head. You get two sets of those in case you break one, which was a nice touch. But yeah, he, he's cute if you like your droids. But um, but the main star is obviously Ray. Yeah. It's an it's another case of like I was saying earlier, they keep bringing out the same characters, and somehow there is you know there's something in the water over there at the Hong Kong Hot Toys uh, ranch. They just get slightly better and better. Mm-hmm, and this mm-hmm. for me is without a doubt the best sculpt we've had of Ray. Um, really? It's yeah. It's uh, I mean the first. Funny enough, when you look at it compared to the very first one. And I was up in my loft a little while ago, and I pulled it out, and uh, the the figure that is, uh, and had a look at it. And it was, um, it, it looks, all, I'm not going to say cartoonish, but compared to this one, you really see how much things have changed in just, you know, a few, you know, four or five years, whatever it was since the first film came out. Um, and the eyes just look a bit too big. It looks a little, I'm not going to say it looks barbie because it's far from it. It's a great yeah. looking figure still. If that's the one you've got, you should. That be is what I have. Collection. Yeah, you should be happy with the collection. It's a great, particularly, I mean, it's made me think that if stroke when i'm going to get a little display of, of more of my star wars stuff she's going to be in the um in the kind of the, the scavenger outfit yes um, cuz it's a cool look anyway yeah. um but no the, the sculpt here again is just tweaked that little bit and and again it's a little bit better than the last one from um the last jedi it's uh you know they 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 do just seem to tweak things a little bit more every time and she comes in a really kind of nice sort of just off white i'm not going to say cream but yeah pretty white kind of like a jedi robe inspired suit which is all very light colored again she's got the kind of trousers the pants that stop at the sort of top of the shin um no no ankle articulation which is slightly annoying for a star wars figure because they really tend with star wars figures i've found i think it's because it's a a pet love of uh of um howard chan is um that they tend to have sort of very well-designed boots. They either tend to be fabric or leather or yeah. pleather, or they will find some way of injury. But this one, no ankle articulation, which I think for Ray, particularly if you want to get her in some lightsaber poses, yes. etc., is a bit of a oversight, it has to be said. Oh, that's annoying. So, I uh, hate lack, you know, of, you... lack of articula- ar- ankle articulation. Kills figures for me, man, sometimes. It just kills them. Yeah, I mean, you know, she's going to look great holding a lightsaber, looking, you know, wistfully into the middle distance or whatever. But if you want to get her in a deep pose mid-fight scene with her saber or something, you're going to struggle. And and talking of sabers, there was a really nice surprise here because when I ordered this back in the day, obviously they uh, they let us know that we was going to come with Luke's old saber, the the one that's had a bit of a repair job since it was split in half. She also comes with uh, Leia's saber. Oh, cool. which is nice because again you see that in the movie if even if only briefly there's a little kind of bag cloth bag that she can wrap them in for that end scene where she buries them in tattooing it nice comes with that and a, nice the backpack that's cool but the extra yeah the extra that i wasn't expecting until it turned out was uh, they've actually got her own lightsaber the yellow lightsaber oh. uh, the one that's kind of been um bastardized from her old staff uh, oh yes cool the one she ends up holding at the yeah, end of the movie the very end her own yeah, one 
but at the end of it seems to be absolutely identical to her staff so it looks like it's been kind of like refashioned from it yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah you get that uh, that's cool with that's the one to give her I think yeah and the long one she comes with a pistol she comes with the um, the Jedi training kind of visor helmet that you see her using oh, cool. with Leia uh, and a, and a, a remote um, so yeah she, she comes with a good haul of bits and pieces um, and she's a great looking figure but it, it's another classic case of you know if if you only want one Ray in your collection and you've already got one of the others there's no reason you shouldn't be happy with them they're all good solid figures they are I'm very but it's I'm... kind of like but you know, if 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 you haven't, and you're only going to get one, as long as you'd like the outfit, then yeah, this is this is the one to get. Well, I, I mean, the head the head sculpt on the first Ray figure is a little soft, and I yeah. would I would like maybe a more up, updated, slight version because you know it's it, yeah. it's nice. It is nice. It looks lovely in, in the collection because I've got the one with the little BB-8 on the desert yeah, yeah, thingy yeah. and stuff like that. But very very nice figure. Have you got this one, Dean? No, I've seen the first one in person and I was blown away by that one that came with BB-8. I thought that looked amazing, but I haven't seen any of these more recent ones in person, no. Cool. Yeah, no. I'm kind of hoping, I'm, I'm, I'm very much doubting they will, because I, I, from what I'm seeing with the amount of interest that obviously we're getting off of Disney Plus, Star Wars series, etc., you know, that, that, that is a bit of a cash cow for, for Hot Toys. Now, I can't really imagine they're going to be revisiting... Um, uh, the new sequels, uh, the prequel, the prequels maybe. There still seems to be quite a lot of uh, old school love for them because you got to remember that you know, although I remember them as like being quite modern, you know, they were over twenty years ago now, weren't they? Mm. Um, the first one. So there's still a lot of love for those, and I think there will still be you know figures from that. Obviously, they're doing the clones, etc. Um, but I don't think they're going to probably revisit Ray. So I can't imagine unless unless they do a uh, you know a, a, what's it called um, a convention special and they do the dark ray mm. uh, where she kind of turns to the dark side that might be a cool extra <laughs> but I can't really see it so yeah I, I'd say what's out there now if you want one get them while you can cool 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 well that's it now for the, the hot toys collection we're gonna move on to a new company now that's actually doing stuff and we're gonna finish off our review section and general hot toys section before we get emiliano on uh we're gonna talk a little bit about trick-or-treat studios now these are i like i never heard anything of this it wasn't until my friend dan told me that oh i've got this um halloween figure and like who made that i thought it might be in sideshow or something because i know sideshow made one a few years ago and it's like no it's this trick-or-treat studio and and they're surprisingly economical. <laughs> they're like oh, only 139 bucks, and oh, well, this one here's a there's a, a deluxe one here that's like 179 bucks, and they've got a whole bunch of them here, and they're all like reasonably priced figures, and it's like you can even just buy the outfit as well for Mike Myers. So Dean, wow. you've got some of these. Go into it, Dean, for us. Well, uh, well, they came out of the gate pretty bold. They they tackled the most you know the hardest to nail which is the original 1978 michael myers mask like that is the one that everybody scrutinizes the hardest and it has you know a massive history in the custom world so many custom artists have attempted it and done an amazing job but they really i think it's justin mabry and alex alexander ray the two sculptors and maybe some other folks involved as well but yeah they came out with the first figure they ever did in one six scale which was the 78 myers and that was an amazing sculpt absolutely incredible i mean the coveralls are done really well um they've improved they've already released uh the michael myers from part one part four part five and 2018 um and the 2018 figure was a massive step up because the hand sculpts were incredible because he's an older michael myers in the 2018 film he's like 60 so they managed to get all the wrinkles in the skin and the veins and the weathering and the blood stains and all that stuff 
So they are improving, and the future figures, I think Halloween 2, uh, the Dick Warlock Michael Myers, that's finally going to have a body that has double-bend elbows, because you need that with Michael Myers, mm. those classic knife poses. Uh, so these first few didn't have that. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And these, these are officially licensed, aren't they? These are proper... Yeah, yeah. 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 Really good stuff, and they're doing the boxes, um, they're putting a lot of love into those as well, because each box is basically the front cover of the movie, or the film poster, you know, the classic ones. That's what I like. like. I just like yeah. that. That's just cool for me. Yeah, yeah, and again, you, I know you're an aficionado on, on this thing, but it's kind of like so. It is right, isn't it? It's not an urban myth that you know the first mark was was, was a Shatner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in that show, <laughs> Bang Theory, they said that they turned it inside out, but there's yeah. a William Shatner mask that they basically just ripped the eyebrows off, ripped the sideburns off, cut the eye holes bigger, and spray painted it white and yeah. sprayed the hair darker as well. So yeah, it's just a William Shatner. Yes. <laughs> it's one of those amazing things isn't it you, yeah. you just think you know it's, it's become such an iconic look yeah. and I, lo I love it when art departments just use found objects like you know when you see something in a movie and you just think i know what that is it's like the jedi comlink which was a lady shaver in uh oh. in, in the first the course. lightsaber is like a fuse isn't it yeah yeah well, yeah that, i mean the very first lightsaber was a, an old roliflex um not roliflex it was a russian uh flash gun wasn't it from a camera yeah. and when you yeah. see the original, I'd like, I, yeah, I love stuff like that. A flash gun, that's what it was. I fit the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, sorry, that's what it was. Yeah, sorry. I thought it was like a fuse, a particular fuse yeah. box thing or something. Mm -hmm. I know, no, no, they've done that. So, Dean, which is the one? Because I'm looking, I'm on the website here now. So, yeah. when, 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 when it's always a new couple, I'd like to give him a bit of a shout out, to give him a bit of a, bo bit of a boost. Because, you know, shout outs on this podcast gives everybody a boost, doesn't it, lads? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but which ones to get once again now? Because I'm looking at so so people want the twenty seven the, the the 1978 Michael Myers one. That's the, the 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 first one. And there's three. I'm looking at three versions of here. I'm looking at one for hundred nineteen dollars, hundred thirty nine dollars, and then one for hundred seventy nine bucks. Uh, oh, what? sorry, the hundred seventy nine bucks one is from twenty eighteen. So never mind that one. But so okay. out of the other, there, you've, have you got two choices then for nineteen seventy eight? The first one. Yeah, you've got the two choices for that. You've got the clean version, and then you've got the Sam Hain version, which has some blood splatter on it. But if you want to get movie accurate, he never really had any visible blood splatter on him. So I would go for the clean version because, you know... The cheaper one, then, the 119 one. Yeah, me personally, because I don't remember him ever having blood. There was barely any blood yeah. in that movie. There was, like, one bit of on uh, Lori Strode's shoulder when he stabs her in the arm and just scrapes her a little bit. That's literally the only blood I ever saw in the film. Yeah. Mm -mm. yeah, I can see that that they've done a really good job of distinguishing between between the bodies. I mean, he, he was he that slim on the waist in Halloween one? I did only watch yeah. it like two weeks ago. If I forget. Yeah, I, I know way too much about it. <laughs> like Nick Castle was five foot um, ten, and he was just a regular average guy. He wasn't even stocky, uh, like a stocky guy. He was just like a slim dude. So, yeah. yeah. And that's what my, you know John Carpenter said was so scary about him because it wasn't this big hulking thing that they made him in the Rob Zombie movies, which I also like because that's a really intimidating look. But the original Michael Myers is scary because it's just an average guy with a mask on. There's nothing special about him. He's just regular. Well, that's guy. just it. And do you know what? Why I think that works so well? And it's it, you can take it back to um, Perkins in Psycho. It mm. is that thing that you know. I, I personally, I've always found movies more scary when they are about psychos. As soon as somebody's possessed by a demon, I can watch it. It'll be fun. But I, it, you know, a core element. I'm not afraid. It's not like you know Leatherface running around with a chainsaw or Michael Myers with his knife. They're mm. just absolute freaking nutters. They're the people that scare the shit out of me. As was Norman Bates from uh, from Psycho. Mm. 
Yeah, no, really, really interesting. And and what's the underlying body in these like? Are they is it good quality body, Dean? And you know, for for this kind of yeah. price range, because I you know we 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 three three uh, A have been doing a great job about their uh, Game of Thrones stuff for the price range. So I'm just curious. And these are and obviously this is a cheap thing because this is just a body with a jumpsuit. But obviously they they have put mm. some sort of padding and shaping underneath there for the body, right? What's what's the story? What's what's going? What's giving the body its shape? Well, there's no padding. It's just it's you know the body is your basic your, your average proportioned body there's it's kind of muscly for michael myers if you ask me but you don't really see it when the coveralls are on yeah um but they are going to be i think once once they bring out the dick warlock halloween 2 myers and uh, the one from part six they're going to have double bend elbows so they're definitely going to be revising the body it could be i mean maybe the part six one might have some padding because he was a bit bulkier than the others so cool. but, yeah the bodies are okay i mean for the 1978 one that's probably the cheapest one that you can get is the, the first one but um, I mean, you're getting amazing coveralls, an amazing head sculpt. The knife could be better. It's just a plastic knife, um, you know, and it doesn't really look like uh, a real customizers. Knife. I'm sure be putting out steel ones. I bet you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did see a while ago. Now, you, again, you'll probably know this much better Oops. than I do, Dean. But I, uh, a figure of Donald Pleasance, a one-six scale figure of Donald Pleasance. It might well have been a custom or a really low edition, but that okay. was pretty damn good. It's got to be a custom, uh, yeah. I think yeah, I don't know who it was that made it, but yeah, because it, again, it's one of those things where I know it's it's not Star Wars, it's not Marvel, but it's still got a massive fan base. Mm. And I always wonder how that you know why the third party people aren't doing a Donald Pleasance figure to to face off with him or mm. or Jamie Lee Curtis. Could, could, could be a, a, a right a right thing with the likenesses and, and things and stuff like that. Yeah, if it's third party, nobody gives a flying monkey. To <laughs> oh, well, that's it. <laughs> well that's it now for Trick or Treat Series very exciting company I think it's great we'll see a company doing that but uh, mm. we better move on because I've got an Italian waiting on the line for us guys so I'm going to buzz in my Italian friend uh, sure. we're, we're gonna, but, that, but that's it now for reviews people we're going to we're going to shift tune now a little bit now and uh, we're going to Thing. But it is very interesting what Trick or Treat are doing. Like, it, it, it's again, it's it's that price range, and I'm like really keen and and the quality because you, mm. I, I have heard good things about these figures. So good luck to them. Let's see oh, what yeah, our lights. Let, let's see what our lights. Obviously, you you know you you kind of I don't know whether you're in communication with these guys, but are they? Are, do you know if they've got any other IPs on the horizon? Any more licenses? Are they? Yeah, they. Um, I mean, they've they've officially announced Sam from Trick or Treat and Art the Clown from Terrifier, but there are definitely a lot more characters cool. on the way from cool. different cool. and more Michael Myers and more horror stuff cool cool, sure. cool 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 all right cool. all right all right guys well I'm gonna take Hello. this moment now to buzz in my friend Emiliano Sinclair so hopefully he's still with us and hopefully he'll uh hopefully he'll be uh not too hungry I know it's I know it's Emiliano's dinner time but I don't uh -huh. I didn't want to be holding him that long Emiliano Sinclair are you there good sir I am. Yes. Hello. Welcome Hello. to the Hot Toy Cast, Emiliano. This is your first time Hi on there. the Hot Toy Cast. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. There you go. I've got. I've got a. I've got Dean now with me, Emiliano. He's a reviewer on YouTube. Does lots of one-six scale uh, videos and stuff. That's well, well establishing video. And I've got my old friend, Jeff Parker here, who's been doing this podcast with me for. Ten years now, nearly, Jeffrey. It must, it must be like ten years at least. Yeah. So we're, yeah. there you go. And fine. Oh, and I've always wanted to get Emiliano on because you know he's does has been designing figures for how long have you been designing action figures and just toys in general for Emiliano? It's for? Um, officially it's twelve years this month. Oh wow! Wow, <laughs> twelve years this month. Yeah. Sweet. Well, why, 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 what happened there? What's what's twelve years? This? What would you what would you define as your first? gig then the official gig or the yeah, well, what what's what's marketing what is the you go back 12 years this month what was the what what were you working on what was it it's um a, an asper project that never came to light 
so I cannot even say what brand it was. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like the first three or four projects that I did for them were uh, like reimagining of old brands. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And, you know, they were trying to bring back some of the old stuff. But none of that ever materialized, so I'm I'm never able to say, oh, this is what I did. And I, I my very first job is still one of my favorite. Yeah, I see that's yeah, a, that, that sounds cool, it, doesn't it? I, I don't know how incestuous the toy world is. It's funny because I work as a creative, and I find that lots of people tend to know each other. You don't know Klim Kozlovich, do you? From Big Shop. Yeah, I know Klim. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Yeah. No, it's just he, I've spoken to him in the past about just that, and he he often says that the amount of uh, amazing projects he's worked on that we'll never see the light of day, and he's yeah. not allowed to talk about. <laughs> are more interested in the ones that we know about. So yeah, yeah. That, that that is the way it is, and it's it's gas too because sometimes you can produce amazing artwork for this. Emiliano's a great artist, yeah. and and you know obviously you can't show off this amazing art for like ever, probably maybe. Yeah, ever. Well, uh, I could in theory. Um... But I don't like the way I would be able to to show it. Like I shouldn't be able to say I, I shouldn't say what it was for. Mm-hmm. And so, like I got that permission for you know maybe portfolio reviews, etc. But I'd like to do to say that that was a actual job that I did and I was paid for. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. It, yeah. 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 Uh, I don't want to do that. But you know m- maybe. I don't know. In another twelve years, they'll give me permission to show this stuff. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, and you've been doing it now for the last twelve years, and you've been consistently doing work for for Hasbro on a regular basis. But of course, in recent years, you have been uh, dipping your toe now into the one sixth scale world, and you've been yeah. doing some work with Mondo over yeah. in Austin, Texas. So, so tell tell us a little bit about that. How how did you uh, how how did that come to be? Well, it was, I don't remember now exactly the year because it took them for a, a very long time to release their figure, but it was the year in San Diego when they had just announced the Masters of the Universe figures yeah. and they had that uh, concept art uh, online. Mm-hmm. I don't think they had any prototypes there. Uh, I don't remember, honestly, it was 2017. No, maybe earlier than that. And I, so I saw this um, these images and I said, why not? And I walked straight to the Mondo booth and I asked uh, who was responsible for their uh, toy division. And they introduced me to Brock Otterbecker. And I, I spoke to Brock and I said, look, I, I'm a toy designer. I do this. I, I don't know if I showed him the portfolio, probably I did. And he just told me, well, you know, we got Dave Raposa to do the first two figures, but we would like to have somebody else to continue the line. Would you like to continue the line on Masters of the Universe? Yeah, of course I would. (laughs) (laughs) That was it, basically. Cool. That's uh, very simple. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and, and, and absolutely amazing stuff. Because I've obviously I'm friends with you for quite a few years now, Emiliano. So I've seen some of the kind of concepts and and some of the older figure kind. Because of, you've, you've always dabbled around. You've always dabbled doing different takes on a He-Man figure and stuff like that. Be it for you know other companies and things like that, and or just for yourself, just for fun of it as well. You've always dabbled yeah. in in your own action figure, Master Universe action figure designs. So to get mm-hmm. a Master Universe gig for Mondo, and so easily, might I add, you know, <laughs> with, with relative ease. But that's what's great about. 
said you're a comic con man that's what's great you kind of you kind of you, you it is a hub for that i mean i i think it got less of a hub or as the years went on i think i my first year going was 2006 i think what was your first year million are you because you were heavily involved with the massive yeah, universe very- yeah, the very first time I was just a visitor in '99. The second time was in 2002 when we launched the 2002 Masters of the Universe comic. There you go. That's that's and that's yeah. and and that like the amount of liaising and people you'd meet during that time. But it has you could see even you know it got so much more commercial as the years rolled on, and I think the boots became kind of bigger, and so kind of everyone is so selling you rather than you you know they're trying to sell their stuff right so sometimes yeah. you always feel a bit awkward going up I'm, I'm selling you me well no man we're, we're here to sell ourselves to like the bigger thing here so you often feel a bit odd but you know I'm a bit dumb sometimes and I just want to put everything yeah it's, it's definitely different you're right it's um uh, like if you want to go to talk to big companies, that's probably not the the best place. Mm. Even if I, I must say, Asbro always bring a lot of um, of designers, mm. so you have plenty of chance to talk directly to them and show them the portfolio. I I, I remember, I mean, the, the the year I I signed the contract with them, they had um, somebody re- officially reviewing portfolio. They had a uh, portfolio review area mm-hmm. um, uh, upstairs on the on the yeah upstairs. Uh, I don't know how it works uh, that area anymore. I, I I that was probably the only time I was there. Yeah, you had Hasbro. You would have Lucas Arts up there. You would have uh, Blizzard yes. Entertainment yeah. to be up yeah. there. All these great uh, studios up there, like literally hiring artists on the spot in some cases. Yeah, like yeah. Emiliano, like Emiliano, case in point, they yeah. hired you on the spot. <clears throat> Yeah, kind of. Yes, I mean it, it, the process started there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, honestly, I don't know if they still do this or not. That I, I'm just not informed. I would guess they still do something that because it was part of the experience to have yeah. this area, this uh, where, where professionals can go and try to seek work, etc. So I think they still do it, but I really haven't checked it in in many years. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Well, I mean, it was just always it was always a good thing but it just got so much more commercial as years went on but anyway wait, let's talk about your masses of the universe work here i mean you know this is this has been good stuff so i mean we did previously have uh you did so can you tell us tell us tell us about the mass universe figures you've done so far you've the first one that you did was merman no it was man at arms matt oh you first did man at arms before merman yes oh yes. right okay yep. but merman came up before man at arms yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, but yeah, yeah definitely. It was uh, first one was Man at Arms. Yeah, and we when we have we 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 have reviewed both of those figures on the on previous uh, episodes of the Hot Toy Cast. So go back and check those out, folks. But we're here to talk about two particular figures. Well, it's one, but it's two versions of really, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's 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 Hordak, evil leader, <laughs> ruthless leader of the evil horde. Not evil leader of the evil horde in some cases, but ruthless leader <laughs> of the evil horde. And what's 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 great about Mon? Well, tell us. About what? What's I could tell you about Mondo's approach, but why? Why hear from me? Let's hear from Emiliano. What's uh, Mondo's approach then to Masters of the Universe, Emiliano? Well, oh, I, I would say it changed a bit now uh, that unfortunately Brock is not there uh, anymore. Brock had um, a very specific vision about them. He, he wanted, um, I, and it's hard to describe in words because you know it's just something that he has in his mind and he wants to see things done in a certain way. Of course, the, the idea was to 
increase the level of detail on, on these figures, but also not just that, but also try to make certain things more realistic, adding texture to the surfaces and to the elements and tweak stuff here and there. Um, sometimes I would say uh, doing it a lot, um, doing it drastically, like on, on Heman and Skeletor. I think those were uh, the most, the more drastic uh, deviation from the original designs. Mm -hmm. um, then, maybe because I, I started working on the other ones, things went back a, a little bit, uh, um, looking more like the toys, but with that little twist. And so Brock was always suggesting stuff, uh, extra parts that he wanted to see. Um, for example, on many times, I didn't do the Googles. I I didn't design the Googles. It, it didn't ask me to do it. Mm. So I would, I would probably imagine that that was something that uh, he came up while uh, they were in the sculpting stage, and it was they thought, wait, why don't we, why don't we add um, Googles to to Manitans? And they had them. So the process is, was always fluid, and I seen it with Shira too that they changed stuff. They had that um, accessories. That was on the request of the licensor. Um, so there is a, a lot of stuff that is always in motion. But yeah, Brock had this specific vision. And I, I can mention what elements he uh, came up with, like the sharp mouth on uh, Merman's back behind the head. Yes, the kind of crest crown or the kind of color, yes, the color yeah, crown yeah. thing. Yes. Uh, so. There were just things that he wanted to have to spice them up to create something unique in, in the design. Um, but other than that, he didn't really, um, like, it didn't force me to do in a specific direction. It, I would say he let me go where I wanted to go with the stuff. And of course, it was my duty to keep them consistent. Mm -hmm. So, I, I, I had my flavor, which we'll, we'll talk about what my flavor was, but um, I had my flavor, but I also look at the other figures and uh, my, my idea was, okay, they need to look good together uh, on a shelf. They need to look like they come from the same line. So I was always trying to, to again, to have more stuff, to, to try a uh, more realistic way to portray the elements, the armors, the weapons, etc., and had and have little twists here and there. Mm. Uh, probably what what changed was where I got the idea for the extra stuff. Um, so that was uh, mainly where where I deviated. So and uh, so let, let, let's talk specifically about Hordak. Um, yes, Hordak, which is out now, kids. It's he's he's out yeah. now. Now he has sold out from the hot uh, from Mando T store. He has sold both versions, and mm -hmm. and he has sold out. But keep an eye out on your secondary stores. Check out you know Forbidden Planet, Big Bad Toy Store, all your other toy stores as well. All your local check. They should be starting to hit the market now, right? So yeah, check, yeah, check those yeah. out. So, yeah, sorry, sorry, Manuel. Shouldn't still no. I mean. It shouldn't still be too hard to find. No, he should, uh, should be at regular price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 they also sold out of their exclusive version. Um, was the exclusive version the one with the Hurricane Hordak parts? No. Yeah. They, they, there's well, there's essentially two versions of the standard colored Hordak, yeah. and then they got the exclusive one. Yeah. But the the Mondo T's uh, store exclusive came with the Hurricane Hordak to it, the arm attachment, and then the two uh, pro- a propeller and the blade thingy that can attach to the arm attachment. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas the the filmation version, which is the blue one with the different head sculpt, uh, comes with uh, the arm attachment with no weapons on it, but it also comes with um, the imp, which is great. So there you yeah. go. Yeah. Sorry, I've completely probably thrown you off, Mark. Now, where were you? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, sorry, sorry. I was just they they look incredible, man. I'm just looking at all the different, especially the um, the Hordak one, and they all look amazing. Well done. Yeah, Thank you. Like, Thank you so I, I said that. I, I mean, I, I, I freely admit I'm not a massive fan because I don't follow. You love it, Jeff. You love. You're a big oh, closet yeah, but You're going to go home tonight love, now and watch loads of old cartoons. I just love toys, and I love it when you can see that somebody loves toys. And I said this to you before, didn't I? I said even though it's not a license, I'm because you know it's it's just something else that's going to make my wife angry. I, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't need that. But at the same time, when I was looking at them, I was saying to you, these just look like there's so much love in them it's kind of like you know you can tell that you know back in the day if you were an old master of the universe fan it's 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 like you know we're at that age now where i was just a little bit too old when it first came out likewise the mutant turtles teenage mutant ninja turtles um but they're both now you know massively revisited because they've just hit that time where everybody's now in their sort of like 30s and 40s um and it's just cool to see it reimagined reinvented i think it's amazing top work yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bravo. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but yes, you are you are you are about the 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 design. The, the, the... Yeah. Yeah. So okay. First thing, I, I, as I said, we want to keep them consistent uh, between the figures. So I went on and add a lot of stuff. And one point was also for me was to differentiate it from the Ordak that the Four Horsemen did for the Staction. Yeah. Um, of course, I didn't want to copy it, but at the same time, you can't totally ignore that. No. So I would say there is some influence from that uh, from that design that Eric Tradeway created for Ordak. But I, I, I wanted to also go in some different direction with some of the parts. Um, something that is like, it's bound to happen on everybody that design Hordak is that now you have more freedom with paint applications. You can spend more more money on paint applications. So mm-hmm. you can differentiate elements um, on his armor like it wasn't possible to do on the vintage figure. So all the bone structure that he has on the on the armor that were different uh, in a different color in the cartoon um, we, we, me, and the four horsemen. Of course, it was time to do it. So we, uh, we could differentiate the the, the bonds so in gray from the armor in black. And and one thing I remember that I was really proud uh, to to use was that I was looking at the original design by Ted Meyer. Uh, Ted illustrated Ordak for uh, at the Mattel preliminary design group. And what we're not sure exactly is if he originated him completely or he had from, some cues from, from Filmation. Filmation. Yeah. Yes. Filmation, Filmation Studios, listeners, is this animation studio that created He-Man. Uh, Ted Mayer would be one of the 
the great legendary toy designers who worked at Mattel like during the 70s and 80s. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Just, no, because right. I'm only doing this, because literally not all of our listeners are going to be massive yes. fans. So we've probably lost maybe some listeners already, but you know we're uh, here now. If you want, I was going to say, if you want to, if you want to sort of like a car, what's the word, uh, a crash course in this stuff, um, those those old series, the toys that made us, they had some great info on this kind of stuff, didn't they? All the background. Yeah, there and... you go, the toys that made us on um, on uh, Netflix, Netflix is there right yeah, now. Go yeah. go go look at all that. I mean, yeah, you know, Mass University is 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 a property that has come from a lot of top artist who worked at a toy company you know all these artists dipped their toe in and created this thing so that's what's, that's what's kind of cool cool about it but sorry go on. yeah no 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 it's good that i i forget uh, yeah you see we're, we're, we're not on we're not on battlecast all, yeah, all the inform, all the historical informations that the, the audience needs to know um yeah so uh, i went and look at uh, this original design again and it had these spikes coming from the size of, from the waist, especially yes. from the size of, of his chest, these pointed spikes. Uh, I think there were three on each side. And mm -hmm. I wanted to incorporate them again in, in the Ordak armor because they never uh, appeared again. So I, I did those and I reused the motifs here and there because it kind of made sense. And I was super happy. And one thing I tried to do was to take the, the way had drawn the face um, in the original sketch and make it realistic like a real creature but with exactly those proportions um, a bit more of a kind but, of a dome head on him yeah it, 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 I remember him talking like basing it on a tiki mask or something yeah and I, I tried to do that I, I think it was a really weird version of Ordak uh, but um Brock preferred the more uh, human version, like a, a sort of deformed human version of, of the head. So we went with that one. But the other one, I'm still very fond because it's so bizarre compared to the, any other interpretation of Hordak that we did. But that didn't didn't go well. We didn't use it because uh, we're not quite sure what Hordak actually kind of the top of his head is. Is it, is it a mask? Is it a crustacean? Is it a biomechanical thing? We're not. We're, we're never. We're never quite quite yeah, sure. That, I know yeah. you. You have always said to me before that you always lent more on the kind of crustacean side. That he was. It was more like a creature, kind of a thing. But you know. Yeah, which which has its bones uh, peeping, popping out of his flesh, like yes. it's it's yeah. it's this <clears throat> part uh, showing and part not. I don't know. That was the cool, the cool part about the evil horde designs that you were never sure what exactly they were supposed to be. Yes, exactly. And even in the old vintage toys, you could see that the sculptors were always. They were probably adding in more that was physically, you know, reproducible at at, at the time. Kind of like like you mentioned the. The, all if you look at all the details on the, the Hordak figure here, there are hints of these things on the original toy. You know, there's a sense of it. It's, it's lot. It's softer. It's way knocked back. It's 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 kind of there, but it's, you know, it, it, this when we see this how one of the things Master Universe was, we could, like in a figure like Beastman, you could see it as well. There was lots of things that had materials being better at the time, they would have maybe gone for more on things. And it's like yeah. Beastman had these like, has, has like weird, like these knuckle dusters, these very vicious looking knuckle dusters on his hand that you barely notice, but for some other, you know, the guy sculpted them there. So the fact that you've kind of come along and really noticed those kinds of older details and really just, just turned them right up to 11, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> 
it does. It's a great looking figure. It really is. I'm just looking at some of the images of it now. Now you did some. Yeah, uh, in general. Uh, oh, sorry. No, go ahead, Milena. Sorry, go on. Go go. No, I, w I wanted to say in general, this is my approach uh, with these figures. Instead of just coming with something, coming up with something new that I completely made up. I always try to look at what was done in the past, what was the original intention of the designer, mm. and try to bring back some of those elements because these are part of the character uh, from from the time I was born. So for me, it's absolutely necessary to, to work with the historical um, elements and mm. the, the, the shape vocabulary that was used or originally. Yes. Because yes. that, that's Masters of the Universe. Then, if necessary, I will have something on my own. But it has to, to draw from those uh, from the art and from the original characters, always. I, I, and I think that's always the, the trouble with that. And you do see that with a lot of things sometimes. I mean, some people, you can over-design something. You, you, know, you, you can go to, you can push things just a little, a little too far. And it's like, you do see a lot of that would say, like a, lot, like a character like Hordak. And especially the character like Beastman. Uh, you know, depending on the fan arts, you can always say they 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 will all oh, we'll make his fangs big, will make his spikes big, and it's like well, you you can go we can, you can you can go way too far and get just get so far removed from it from a, from the character as well. And there's always there's always that temptation. I think sometimes designers can be a little too clever for their own boots, and they'll, they'll try to reinvent the wheel. And it's like no, no, you 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 kind of have a have a look at what's there before and just pull it right out. You know, pull it pull those things yeah. pull, pull those things right out. I agree. Even if I, I probably have stopped being hard on other artists that just don't do that because I understand that time. Uh... Precious. Well, yeah, I, I agree with you though. What you were saying, I mean, I think it's one of those things where even you know we're talking about toys here, but at the end of the day, it's loved. It's a much loved toy, so you kind of have to have a degree of reverence for the fact that it's yeah yeah you know it's 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 important to people and if it doesn't look like the original character then it could be anyone yeah but yeah, also, also think yeah. there's a there's a there's a tad of respect as well going going on there as well that you kind of that too, that you, too like yes. you you really don't want to take away from what the original guy cuz you still want it to look like that's you know it, it traces right back to its source and I think yeah, I think yeah. you need to re to to respect that, and and I think that that's that's what's really so nice but, about but, these ones. But you have to to care a lot about these characters, like passionately and for for uh, having been attached to them for a long time. So I don't expect everybody to be like that for no. every for every brand. Like I, I know I work on Power Rangers, and I I try to apply the same. Philosophy, of course, when I design them, I try to look at their their, their design and reproduce uh, or what was there or, or stay in that style. But of course, I don't have the same love. So maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm overlooking something or I'm getting something wrong. Uh, but of course, I don't expect every artist that is hired to do a job to be as passionate. No, uh, but if, if even for me, that like just. For for me, that's that's how I approach things. I'm I will always look at what's the original thing, because that's just mm -hmm. the best place to start. I don't try to ever. I I I'm rarely. I don't consider myself good enough to try to be clever enough. So I just stick with what's what works and what's really good when I'm when I'm designing designing something. 
kind of thing. And I just think that's for me. That's maybe later on when I get better at the talent and stuff like that. Maybe I can afford to experiment and go a bit wilder in certain designs, kind of thing. But I think. Like like yourself there, I, I, but again, it, that may change from brand to brand. But just as a rule, even like like I'm doing, I like I'm doing something at the moment that I've never seen before. I had to watch the movie of it last night, and I've, I'm not familiar with it at all. But my my approach will be the same thing. Look at what the people are liking. Look at look at what that the thing actually is, and just you know pull it out. Just pull out the design and never try to be too clever. But be cool. Always be cool. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that's a, a, absolutely the, the right approach. No, sorry, Karen. <laughs> no, I'm, I was just rambling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, I was going to say, in so much as, you know, I think that's a great approach to look at it that way. But it also, I think, very much depends on who your target audience is, isn't it? So if you're designing for kids, primarily for kids, I mean, you look at what Hasbro did to Star Wars figures back in the 90s. Yeah. You know, you know the sort of monkey-faced Luke and the he was ripped, he was like built like Arnie. And, um, you know, all the, all the liberties they took with the classic Star Wars designs, things that people knew inside out, you know, stormtroopers, everything had just had that kind of twist but it was because they were aiming it at that point primarily at a kids market and i think it's kind of like maybe that's where you think you can take a few more liberties if um you know there's obviously they, 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 these figures because of their price point and the detail etc are very much for your your adult collectors as opposed to like just a reimagining of he-man that you're going to see in uh, argos Mm. Which we have, which there is. Yeah, <laughs> there's a yeah, CGI yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. But, but uh, t- t- Leanna, so tell us. I'm going to ask you just to put a few, few key points on the design and stuff like that. What was your thinking on the crossbow? What, what, Because I'm, I'm always, I've always like, it's always been a bit unsure what it is. Because I was just, just a little thing that you pulled back as a kid and slightly, it slightly hit the figure slightly. <laughs> it was a yeah, I, um, the crossbow. Well, of course, that again was reimagined by the Four Horsemen uh, to be a more realistic weapon. Well, it wasn't actually very realistic to be honest, but <laughs> it was way more cool than the original one. Well, yeah. It was cool on its own, but of course, it was very simple. Um, so there was something. That I look at that, but also wanted it to, to look like a, bo- a, a crossbow uh, with the with the little string, the the, the, the arrow inside, etc. I wanted to look like a, a something that you could actually use, so not too big, um, the, the, almost the right size for a crossbow that kind of looked like a functioning device. <laughs> yeah. And um, does it shoot arrows or does it shoot kind of like bolty arrow kind of thingies or that were kind mm. of what, what, was, what was your thinking there was it because it's like you've, got, you've put something in his mouth there I can't quite see what it is yeah yeah it's it's supposed to be a, some sort of arrow uh, that is stored inside cool yeah. like not, not an energy weapon or, or something and I remember uh, Brock asked me to do the head like more uh, more like sculpted with hard surf, uh, angles, etc. Yeah, not as uh, soft and realistic like the other, uh, the, like the vintage ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks very sort of gargoyle like, doesn't it? It's got that yes, kind of... yeah, 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 exactly. Yes, he wanted it to look more like done with uh, in, in wood, like a, a wooden sculpture. Yeah, and but funny you saying about the you know it looking like a functional item. It, you know, you've even got that little handle on the side, the turning handle, to bring the, the crank back. that cranks yeah, it yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so no, it's, it's it's lovely. Yeah, it's nice. It's, it's got a lovely paint job on it as well. It's got a very nice paint job on the final finger as well. On the staff now here as well, you've got some uh, you've got some kind of ruins on the staff there below the kind of um, the, the the motif the his 
the bat wings do. You've got some cool kind of uh, runes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I always try to uh, add runes for uh, in this. But I think the Forcemen did something too on their stuff. That was very difficult to do because uh, how do you do something different? I don't know if it's different enough. Um, I tried, of course. But, uh, maybe it's got your own crypto message in there, Million. Maybe maybe you're, <laughs> no, maybe you're giving I, us a I big F you to everyone. Screw you, world. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never, I never actually tried. I tried to hide something in this stuff. I, I could have, but I don't know. I never. <laughs> I don't have that. <laughs> Masters of Universe related, cool. Masters of Universe related yeah. side notes. Perhaps we've given you an idea now. You're going to go away and invent your own uh, runic alphabet and start leaving yeah, secret, I, I, secret yeah, messages. I, I, well, <laughs> well, here's 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 a funny little slight slight anecdote. So I did a, a packaging thing for a figure called Scareglow and and for the Revelation TV series. And in the TV, in I, there's ruins in it, right? And we and I put ruins on the packaging so they could glow up and stuff like that. These magical ruins. Now I had no idea what they are. They could be they could, could be anything. They really could be anything. But we actually have to double check whether they actually could be anything because they they were slightly Arabic in shape and, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. So you have to be really careful. <laughs> it's like you're gonna <laughs> either offend someone. Yeah, exactly. It's like yes. are are they anything? Do, do they mean anything? And, and for you know, for ages, I actually pretended no, 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 no. It's 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 uh, it's, it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's, uh, I've I've put a whole like jihad thing in there. It's going to be great. <laughs> you know, in the same way as Trek fans learn how to speak Klingon, you know, I, I think that would be quite cool to create a He-Man, you know, runic. Uh, alphabet because it's i mean i used to play a game a computer game years ago i don't know if you remember it dune um no not dune what was it called it was called riven and mist uh it was like an event and you you had to work out their alphabet and their numerical system and keep a journal just to play this bloody game and i love things like that you know little yeah. secret messages are cool little things yes yeah, it's, it's nice it's nice but it is, it, there's no message just for the record there's no messages yeah, no i wasn't <laughs> clever enough or enough time to come up with something yeah it's, it's, it's a really cool design I, lo I love his staff and stuff like that I'll tell you what the one thing I didn't like Emiliano mm -hmm. I don't like his feet because it, for me the feet on the Hordak figure the original figure they were such a distinctive shape I really liked the wideness of them and they're kind of they're, these feet are a bit more narrow in shape maybe, yeah. maybe, or maybe that was a design difference because I haven't, I haven't seen your the, the design art for, for this one but it's just uh, the, the, the yeah I don't think I mean no it. it's it's like you, ha you have added the kind of boot thing on the back but it's like just the whole foot thing on Hordak was just there was a it was, it was almost like there was like a triangular foot it was kind of this crazy foot you've made them just quite narrow that's the only thing that I was and bearing in mind that's not saying it's a bad thing it's just like I, I would have liked just, just preference yeah, yeah, yeah it's just a preference I don't understand well, I, I'm going I have no reference for the character, and I think they look great. So, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm looking at the artwork now just to, to check what I did. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's probably they could have been a bit more wider. Um, yeah, it's something I overlook it. Well, I, I I like the fact that there's something vaguely about just these feet that vaguely robotic. Those they, they look almost like claws that could kind of you know like Darth Maul's mechanical legs. Mm, well, yeah. That kind of feel to them. Those those toes feel like they could do you some damage. They could move right. independently and do shit. But yeah, well that's the thing. Yeah. You see, you've added Emiliano. You've added some nice kind of like techy kind of bits under to kind of remind us that he is a bit of a. There is a. There is some tech kind of vibes to him, isn't there? Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. you know kind of because it's quite unspecified, really. I mean, in the DC comics, it went very kind of 
kind of phalanx X-Men type of thing with Hordak right. where he's like a big biomechanical thing and you know yeah. She-Ra the new She-Ra went to a different series with him and stuff like that but this is an absolutely great figure and, and we hopefully you've, you've also we've seen She-Ra and we've seen a battle cast at yep. New York Comic Con and you've and had a hand in this scale Yes, yes, a battle cat for these guys. Hey! That's going to weigh something, isn't it? And cost something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be huge. And and that was a bit of a challenge for you as well, a mini battle. You know, the thing is, we're running up against the clock here, and I know people are getting hungry and people have got to go and stuff like that, because I could keep talking to Miliana for ages about this (laughs) stuff, but I just just, just want to keep it on Hordak. I'm absolutely loving these figures, Emiliano. I think they're absolutely stunning. Now, it's it's, it's Hector Aker who sculptors sculpts these, isn't it? Is it Hector who sculpts these? Uh, I don't know if uh, it's always the same guy, to be honest. Uh, I haven't checked the credits for Hordak. Uh, I well, I, 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 well, there's, 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 there's yeah, Hector Aker is def- definitely listed on there. And, and I, he has, as, as a... Hector, Hector, no, no, no. Hector is, uh, um, is one of the art directors. He's the guy I work with right oh, now. Geez, I keep referring to him as a sculptor. Oh, the sculpt was by Matt Black. Scott, is, the, is it Matt Black who does the sculpting? Yeah, designed by Emilio, sculpted by Matt Black, painted by Hector, Aker, and Mara and Chetta. Ah, okay, so Hector, Hector painted it. Okay. Well, I, look, I, I mean, I, I, I mentioned it wrong that in my YouTube videos and stuff, but look, I mentioned the people anyway, so I listed all the people in here, so that's that's not bad. But I, I, I thought I got confused with the, who did the sculpting, but yeah, I absolutely love this figure, Emiliano. I mean, is he is are there any subtle differences um, between your your drawing and the uh, the final figure um, on this one? Because I know in Man at Arms was one or two things, but nothing major. Oh yeah, Man at Arms had a lot of different stuff. Um, I I still haven't got it. It's, it's on its way to to Palermo, so I don't I couldn't really compare them. I just compared the photos. Uh, I think mostly the, there were some color differences. Um, I think that the bat, the, the bat um, emblem on his boots are, is painted red. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And that, that was um, that was a Brock request in my art to not have it uh, in red. He wanted it to be dark gray. Hmm. I like, so, I like I like him red. I like him red. I think oh gray would have been nice too. I did it red and Brock wanted to change it, but yeah, then... They, they, they changed, changed him again, didn't they, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. they went back red in the final one. Yes, uh, so that's... And, 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 and what is, did we see He-Man too in, in New York Comic Con? Yes, yes. They showed He-Man. They showed the design and a, a first sculpt. Oh, uh, just, just not... Uh, they didn't have that in the display case. Uh, but during the panel, they show images of He-Man. There you go. So there you go. Another, another, another stab at getting your Mondo He-Man. So there you go. I guess, as I said, honestly, Emiliano, I, I feel like I'm cutting you shorter. That you haven't. Is, was there anything else? Well, oh, before you say, get, hey, let's hey, let's give your company a plug here while you're on the show. <laughs> Thank you. Thank let's you. give your company a plug here. You're, you're, you've, you've started your own new company at last. This is this. Here you go, Jeff. Why don't we start a company, Dean? <laughs> have you got like fifty grand hand? No, fuck that. Flipping well, hundred grand. Have, have you got a hundred grand handy, Dean? Uh, not right now. <laughs> not right now. We're not working with any money either. But uh, if you want your life to, to be turned upside down and have no time anymore to do anything else, start oh, yeah. a company. But mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't advise. To, to, to do it unless you really want to do it it's a, yeah it's a, it's a, it's a it's a passion thing isn't it it really is yeah yeah it, it's a passion and it's uh, I, I always call it evolution like I, I did it for 
this job for 12 years. And I love doing what I do. I love doing the Master Seldinier stuff for Mondo. I love, I love doing Transformers and Power Rangers and everything else with Asbro. But it was time to do something on my own. And also to learn more about the, the industry. Like yeah. everything else I don't know about producing a figure and shipping a figure and marketing a figure. I, I wanted to learn all, the, all of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so we said with a couple of friends, Per Browner and Joshua Van Pelt, we said, well, let's start a company and do something. And, and we're trying really hard. And we'll, uh, the company is called Formo Toys. Yeah. And we are doing this eight nostalgic 80s line called Lords of Power, which is 5.5 inches figures. Uh, we're, we're starting, of course, with something very simple, but something that resonate with us as Master of the Universe fans a lot. Yeah. Uh, and we're having a ton of fun doing it. Uh, we launched that in, in Luca Comic Con past October. Which is like bigger than San Diego Comic Con, technically. In, in terms of numbers, yes. It is. Wow. It's, it's like massive. People. It's yeah. like a massive yeah. con, guys. So not not this year, of course. This year was, yeah. com compared to the other years, was smaller because yeah. of COVID restrictions so we had less people coming to the convention and everything was smaller and there were <clears throat> there wasn't a stage with musicians etc uh, there weren't panels everything that could involve a lot of people in the same room was they yeah, have avoided yeah. doing it uh, but it, it, it was still fun and yeah we debuted that uh, the, 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 our toys well of course we showed the prototype there and the response was good, and um, the, the online response is great. I, I'm, I'm very happy. I was going, and uh, I, I don't know, but it's a, it's a lot of work. I'm yeah, super yeah. stressed. <laughs> so, so you were saying, although this has got like a reverence and a nod towards the universe of Freeman, this is totally your own IP. This is something that you've created, yes. your license. Yes. Oh, that's great. I mean, because again, it's you know that I think when so many places I, I i love seeing original toys that don't have an ip i love seeing that something mm. that's just designed for the love of designing the thing because somebody wants to do it but of course the flip side is you hope it's going to be popular there could be a computer game there could be a comic there could be a movie it's that whole kind of like uh, once you've invented the universe it sky's the limit mm. yes yeah 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 oh, and of, but of course you have more risk oh uh, yeah 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 because you haven't got a made audience but it's like yeah. you said. If you if if you if you're nodding enough towards licenses that people already love and respect, mm. and people know of your work, they like your work. It's kind of like, oh yeah, this is the guy that did that. So, why wouldn't I be interested? Uh, well, I tell you what, it's it's aimed squarely at me, and I'm absolutely can't wait for these figures. I'm really 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 excited. I saw the saw the display and been following them on Instagram. So where can they follow you on Instagram, Millie? Really? Or follow? For, so let's go form a toys first. Formatoys.com is our website, and we have a newsletter, which is very important that people that are really interested sign up for this, this newsletter because it helps us understanding how big our audience is, mm -hmm. how many people are really committed to, to buying these figures. Um, and then we are on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Formatoys, and Formatoys on Twitter, Formatoys on Instagram. We're pretty easy to find. And how are you spelling that, just so people know? It's F-O-R-R-M-O. R-M-O, right. Formal. 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 Yeah, formal. Formal toys. Yeah, It is exciting stuff, so it is really, you know, nice to see, you know, to having, 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 
doing just it's go, going for it, Emiliano. You're going for it. I mean, you're a brave man. It's 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 risky, Dean. Yeah. Any any notions oh, yeah. of doing your own toy company? Oh me no, probably not. <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 very exciting. But Emiliano, I, as I said, I could be talking to you for ages. I love love uh, love these Mondo figures. I'm absolutely just stoked for for me just having these. My favorite, like my favorite, my favorite Jeff. They're my favorite characters in the entire universe ever. Nothing, and I mean nothing, makes me happier in this world than Masters of the Universe. In mm. terms of pop culture, I like, yeah. you know, Ali. She's lovely. So, mm. you know, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I do like that. But it's, Well, she must be. She puts up with you, mate. She does, she does. She does. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and allows me to display my figures, you know, and stuff like yeah. that. Hence my coffee table reviews. She's my camera woman on my YouTube reviews. Speaking yeah. of which, hey, look at that for a professional level segue. <laughs> you can go straight to YouTube now and catch my review of the Hordak uh, Filmation PowerCon exclusive, which is the blue version that comes with the imp and has got a different head sculpt. Do you have anything to do with the second head sculpt, Amelia? Out of the filmation one, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I drew both heads at the same time. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Oh, sweet, cool, cool, cool. Well, there you go. And and you got the little imp as well that comes with that one. So you can review that now on the Hot Toy Cast YouTube channel. Just punch in the Hot Toy Cast, you will find it on YouTube channel, not my channel, the Hot Toy Cast YouTube channel. So find find it on that. And I've literally just finished recording today. Ali's my cameraman, as I was saying, for uh, the Hordak. Uh, so all the, all the camera skills, uh, you know, pat on the back, go straight to her, not me. Um, for there's a standard edition, so I'll be uploading that. That should be it takes ages to upload to YouTube, doesn't it? It's like it's only like a, like a 2.4 gig file or something, but it takes ages to upload stuff to YouTube. Like it takes nearly 24 hours yeah, yeah, in yeah, some yeah. cases. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Dean, oh, you're a regular up- YouTube uploader. It's flipping bananas, isn't it? It is literally. I've just got a new MacBook Air, and it's meant to be. You know, it's it's pretty decent. And I made a 23-minute-long video on the Joker figures I have, like, a couple of days back. It took over an hour and 20 minutes to upload a 20-minute video. <sighs> it's 4K, but it's, it's still it's under half an hour. Yeah. yeah. I, I read some statistic the other day that if somebody was to watch every piece of YouTube content that there is, <laughs> uh, it would take you back to the time when dinosaurs ruled the Earth. No way! <laughs> no way. So that's a lot of content. <laughs> well, and they, they, there you go. But yeah, I'm loving these massive figures, Millie. They make me absolutely so happy. You can, you can tell, tell on the, and tell on the videos as well. I hope we keep seeing many more from you, like many more, yeah, yeah. all of them. You know that uh, that me and you just want them to look like the characters, exactly, to be recognizable, and we we both go to try to to make them like the figures we will love to have. It's, it's justice to the characters. It's to mm. it's 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 one thing to be an artist and to do one thing, but when it comes to actually, you know, when when you're doing other things, you can always do whatever whatever you want. But when it comes to something that you love, it's it's for me, I I, I want to do what's what's best looking. Like you know, I I could go on about ages ages, but I recently had did a big huge project, and I want I could I could I could have decided to do it one way, but I purposely decided to do something else, giving myself less credit and if anyone knows me they'll figure out what it is but I deliberately did something added some someone to the cocktail because I knew it would be a better looking thing on the shelf if this someone came along and did this with me yeah. or, or I was involved not this with me I wasn't my it was, you know big thing but yeah and because for me it's with something on Masters it's about what makes the best looking thing because you you know you, 
for me, it's more important to make the best looking version of the character rather than making my mark on the character. And that's what I think what Emiliano has, has really done excellently with these Mondo Master Universe. It's, 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 and it's so easy for us to put our ego at the forefront and do something like, oh, I'm just, I'm going to make my mark on this, you know, mm, yeah. you know, or I'm going to be really clever or anything like that. But Emiliano has done these with such, such love for the original source that it's just like, I want to make the best looking versions of these things that are, they look a certain way and I'm not deviating from that. Yeah. You know, so, so, so hats, yeah. hats off to you, my friend, in that one. But that's Thank it, folks. You. you know, thank you know that's that's it, folks, for the show. Uh, and uh, yeah, follow Emiliano Saint Lucia on Instagram. I believe just Emiliano Saint Lucia. Was that what you are on Instagram? Yeah, yeah. So you can see all your uh, Yeah, I think it's Santa Lux on, on Instagram. Santa, Santa Santa Lux. So his name Santa Santa Lux on on Instagram. I, I think I don't even remember what what my account is. <laughs> <laughs> Just I've just I've just been looking at your phone. Oh, it's, it's, uh, it's Santa Lux seventy five. Yes, S A N T A L U X seventy five. Uh, I was just saying, just been looking at your website, the former one, and it's uh, yeah, some very cool stuff. I love your logo, baby pair in a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> very cool. There you go, uh, Dean Knight. Thank you so much yes, for sir. joining me tonight, man. Thanks for joining us. You st- stepped Thanks in. Got- yeah, cheers, Dean. Thank you. And we can find you on. You're still. Are you still? You're still doing YouTube stuff, aren't you? Yeah, almost 15 years now. It's Dean Knight three 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 on Instagram and YouTube. Good stuff. Good stuff. And we, we've have you've done your reviews of those Halloween figures on there? Have you? Oh yeah, they're all up in pose videos and comparison videos, mod videos, the whole thing. <laughs> oh sweet, mod videos and everything for that. Yeah. All right, oh, get yeah. on that, folks. <laughs> get on, get on all the. Have you gotten a steel knife for the? Michael Myers one oh, yeah, yeah. there's an amazing artist on Instagram called Shadow Fergo he makes the best in the business there's some good people out there but he is pretty much the best at the moment there you go cool. from Hordak to Halloween there you go Jeff you don't want to be touched yep. no, 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 you just, no one go near Jeff just, just, no, no, just I, leave I, him I, alone I, lurk on, I lurk on Facebook occasionally but yeah, um, yeah. His, his best, best of course you can find me on LinkedIn but um <laughs> the day job keeps me busy. It's, it's time to get back on LinkedIn. Me, myself, and I, uh, you can find me, Eamon Odenhu, on Instagram. I design action figures and stuff like that as well, and an artist as well. So go check that on, all that on there. And you can find me at Eamon underscore on Twitter if you can fire abuse at me. Or just follow me on, find, find me on YouTube. Uh, guys, thank you so much for joining joining me tonight. Emiliano, thank you so much again. Uh, maybe uh, when we yeah, get a couple of more. Thanks for your time. That was great. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you guys for having me. You know, I, I honestly feel I haven't given you enough time, so hopefully I'll, maybe when Battle Cat's out. Oh, there, will, there, will, there will be more figures, so yeah, yeah I, I can't wait for Shira to, to be released. And there are a few others designed that hopefully will be revealed and be released in the following month or years, maybe. And so plenty of time to talk about those. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Okay. Well, there you go, listeners. Hope you enjoyed our show. We'll catch you on the next episode of the Hot Toy Cast. See you later. Good night. Good night.